Hey there, I'm Jen and I want to say a huge welcome to my brand new podcast, Nutrition for Vegan Families. As I said, my name is Jen and I'm a vegan nutritionist. I run the site with extraveg.net where I share recipes and nutrition tips. I have two boys who are 7 and 11 now, which is crazy. I can't believe how old they are. And my husband, my boys and I, we've been vegan for about seven years now. I've kind of kind of lost track of it. I'm not one of these people who has the anniversary date, but I think it's been about seven years now. I started this podcast to talk about how to make a healthy vegan diet easy for your family. And today in the first episode, I want to talk to you about something that I think really encapsulates my whole uh, beliefs about vegan nutrition. And that's that you don't have to eat perfectly for your family to be healthy on a vegan diet. I think that there is a really strong belief in the vegan world that we really need to be eating perfect diets in order for it for our families to be healthy. The reality is that your family can actually be healthy and get all the nutrition that they need off a, like just an ordinary diet with a few tweaks. So first up, let's talk a bit about sort of where I think this belief has come from, because I think that it's really important to understand where the belief that we have to eat perfectly has come from so that we can kind of discount it, I guess, um, and see that it's not ultimately true. So I think that it comes from a combination of places. Uh, But first off, I think it has really been started by kind of the meat and the dairy industry. Um, I know, you know, that's who we blame everyone for and quite rightly so, to be honest. Um, but the thing is that they are, they spend a lot of money and a lot of effort uh, trying to get information out very successfully that says that uh, we can't be healthy at all on a uh, vegan diet or on a diet without their food products. And which is quite understandable, to be honest, because if the whole world realizes that you don't need meat and dairy to be healthy, then um, they're in a lot of trouble. So, um, yeah. And the thing is that they've managed to get that in at all levels. It's like when you go to a family gathering, unless you have been lucky enough to grow up in a fully vegan family, which I don't think many of us have. The first thing that comes up when you go to like a family barbecue or a family gathering when you mention that you're a vegan is, but where do you get your protein from? And like, I know people think it's a joke, but seriously, like I'm a vegan nutritionist and that is literally the first thing that people ask. I, you know, that's closely followed by, oh, but if you're not eating red meat, how do you get your iron? And I, I mean, I sit there, I'm like, there are so many sources of iron. Like I actually have um, a post that I've written, which is like 10 foods that have got more iron than, a, than steak, which because growing up, I just got so sick of being told that I had to eat steak for iron. So it has been my, you know, my life's mission is to 
um, find as many recipes as I can that don't that have more iron than steak. Um, and there are some huge ones like cocoa. Cocoa is ridiculous. It's got like 11 times more iron than steak. But, you know, we don't all sit there and go, oh, you need to be eating your cocoa um, if you're iron deficient. It's you need to go and have a steak. So, yeah, so um, I digress. So we get it there and we're, um, you know, families, when we're in family things and around people, they tell us that we can't be healthy or they worry that we can't be healthy on a vegan diet. Then like schools and things where I know that my child is being taught um, nutrition at the moment and it's seriously deficient in a lot of stuff. Like I did, I studied mainstream nutrition. I didn't do anything at just a plant-based university. I went to a mainstream university And what they're being taught in the schools isn't even the same as what I was actually being taught at university. So you've got it there as well. And then you get things like the free um, milks and stuff so that kids get enough calcium. Like it's everywhere. And then you even get it at the doctors. (laughs) Like I don't know how many people um, of my customers and stuff have come to me, clients, not customers, I don't know how many have come to me and basically said that they went to the doctor and when the doctor heard that they're vegan, they were told, oh, you can't be, your kid, your child can't be healthy without dairy for calcium or without meat for iron or protein or whatever. So even we get it everywhere. And so we have to, we exist in this world which is telling us that There's no way for us to get the nutrition that we need from the foods that we're eating. And so first off, we have that. We have this inherent underlying belief that a vegan diet is inadequate for nutrition. Then on top of that, we have that so many of the vegan, the actual vegan people who are teaching nutrition are teaching us basically that we need to be eating an absolutely perfect diet to get what we need. I remember when we first went vegan, we went vegan because my husband has uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And so we went vegan in order to help manage that and and, um, manage the pain from it, which I will talk about in a separate episode. But we had to follow a really, really strict diet in order for that to work. Um, There was no sugar, no oil, no salt, super, super strict. Many of the people who are promoting vegan diets are promoting that style of diet. Now, I have nothing, absolutely nothing against that style of diet. I honestly believe that that is probably the best way for us to be eating. But I also honestly believe that we don't have to be eating that well in order to be healthy unless we are trying to manage sort of diseases like those diets are designed for. And the other thing is it's just not practical for us uh, as families. But the thing is that the majority of the vegan 
food out there that we see is either that sort of food, whole grains and legumes and veggies, which are great, or you've got the people who eat the other food and say, oh, well, I'm not vegan for my health. I'm vegan for the animals. And so we look at their food, which looks probably a lot more appetizing a lot of the time with, you know, cakes and burgers and everything. But we're being told basically that they're vegan for the animals, not for health. So the foods that they're eating aren't actually healthy. Basically, we're combining these two things where we're starting off with that we can't be healthy on a vegan diet. And then the people who are telling us that we can be healthy on a vegan diet are showing us foods that our families really aren't easily going to eat. So that basically combines to give us this message that we have to eat these absolutely perfect packed full of um, beans and brown rice and veggies in order to be healthy, which isn't actually true and puts a huge amount of stress onto families who are trying to figure out how to feed their, their kids. Now, when it comes to nutrition, I believe that it is far more important that your family is actually eating food that gives them the nutrients that they need, regardless of what food it actually is, uh, than you spending all your time and effort making the perfect veggie and bean bowl only for it to end up in the bin and you giving your kids nuggets and chips for dinner instead. I mean, you know, there's no point spending all this money on organic fruit and vegetables and beans if it's all just going to end up in the bin anyway, really. So as I said at the start of this episode, I really believe that the best way to make sure that your family is getting all the nutrition that they need is for you to really start with the foods that you're already eating and then make some small tweaks. I think that this is a far more effective way than doing a huge overhaul and giving you a whole new plan and lots of brand new foods to eat. The thing is that studies have shown that you are far more likely to eat food that's familiar to you and your kids especially are far more likely to eat foods that are familiar to them than brand new foods. Let's talk, for example, um, how you could make this work. Uh, nuggets and chips. So let's say Friday night, you guys, you do nuggets and chips. Maybe you do schnitzels for you and nuggets for your kids. Now, I want to start off by saying that nuggets and chips are not actually that bad. Now, deep frying is not great. So the first thing I would do if you deep fry your nuggets and chips is I would oven bake them because that removes a lot of the fat from them. Um, so that's the first tweak you can make. The thing is, though, like for a cup of chips, I guess, um, I'm sure you probably eat more than that. But if, you know, if you've got chips and I used my nutrition software has corn nuggets, just looking at those like a serve of nuggets and chips actually has four milligrams of iron 
Now, your kids, if they're under, if they're not teenagers, they only need nine milligrams a day. So like you nearly got half their iron needs just in the nuggets and chips. And uh, zinc, which is actually more important than iron. Um, again, something I'll talk about on another episode. They have three milligrams of zinc in them, which most kids need around five milligrams. So that's over half their daily zinc requirements as well. And that's just in nuggets and chips. So let's think about your nuggets and chips. You know, how many times have you sat there and gone, oh, I need to do healthy nuggets and chips. So you've gone and I have done this as well. You know, you've gone and you've made, um, I don't know, from scratch, sweet potato chips that you took you hours to make and cut up and and cook and your own special, you know, almond crusted tofu or something in place of the nuggets. And your kids have taken one look at it and (laughs) turned up their noses and gone, I'm not eating this. I am sure it's not just my kids. Whereas, let's again take your nuggets and chips. So what if this week when you do your nuggets and chips, which, as I said, already have some nutrition to them, and what if you serve them instead with um, some carrot sticks and maybe some cucumber or celery sticks and some hummus dip? All of a sudden, you're actually adding in a whole bunch of vegetables to what you're already doing. Or, you know, maybe you could do corn cobs with them or a salad or coleslaw. Just by adding that extra thing, you're adding a lot of nutrition into it, but you're not having to do a whole lot of extra work and you're not having to sit there and expect your kids to eat something brand new, which they're not going to eat. And everyone actually eats dinner. (laughs) which is which is great. It's always fun when everyone actually eats. Something else is that you don't have to learn completely new foods. When you're taking what you're already eating, well, that already fits into your schedule. Um, you already know how to cook the foods that you've got. Um, you might need to figure out how to cook some tweaks that you do. Like say you normally do like a tofu stir fry maybe. One really great way to make that healthier is to uh, serve it with brown rice over white. Just doing whole grains doubles at least the amount of iron in the food that you're doing. And so yeah, sure, you might need to um, learn how to do brown rice. I will admit that brown rice, given it takes about 40 minutes to cook, uh, does take um, additional effort. But It takes a lot less effort than it would to do, I don't know, something like boiling up your chickpeas from scratch to make a specific curry or something. But doing that small tweak of adding the brown rice immediately significantly increases how healthy the food is that you're making. The other thing also is that when you're doing foods that you're familiar with, you already, they're going to fit in with your schedule as well. So you probably already have a lot of foods that you have, like, as I said, the nuggets and chips on Friday. Um, Maybe you have, maybe Tuesdays are ridiculously busy nights where you don't get home until super late. And so you already have something super quick on that night that you can make. 
Well, if you just make some small tweaks to it, then you'll still be able to keep that really quick meal. Uh, If you go and try to make something completely new and unfamiliar, it's probably not going to work that well on your super busy nights. Now, the best part about making small tweaks is that when you've made your first lot of small tweaks, um, say we go back to your nuggets and chips example, you know, once you've made the small tweak of adding the veggie sticks, well, then you can actually just keep making small tweaks. And over time, as you get used to the small tweaks that you've done, you can bring in more. So maybe down the track, you do swap out the um, corn nuggets or the fries nuggets for actual homemade tofu nuggets. I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But you do have the space here to be able to be forever making small improvements to your food. So I guarantee that down the track, if you keep making small tweaks like this, you will suddenly discover that most of the food that you eat is actually the same as the food you see on um, Instagram and, you know, the beautiful veggie bowls and beans and everything. But you've done it over time and in a way that is really easy to manage. Instead of stressing and feeling like you have to be perfect right from the start. Now, if you're having trouble coming up with foods that do give your family the nutrients that they need, um, or you are stuck in a food rut, like I know that a lot of my followers say that they are, I've actually just released a brand new set of vegan family meal plans. So these meal plans are based on really family-friendly, kid-friendly recipes that your, your kids will actually eat. These aren't the super bean and rice-filled ones that end up in the bin all the time. It's got recipes, things like lasagna, uh, tacos, there are pies in there. Uh, there are lunches like toasties and castillas and muffins so many different things, lots of smoothies, lots of porridges, so many of my kids' favorite meals as well. And basically, I've put them into full meal plans. So you you get uh, 12 weeks of meal plans when you sign up. It's a one-off product. It's not a subscription service. It's just 12 weeks. I figured that 12 weeks is enough that you can reuse them uh, without feeling like you're going over the same weeks over and over again. Uh, You also get uh, access to my full recipe index, which has got over 600 family-friendly recipes. So they're fully customizable. So you can actually swap in any of the recipes in the index for the recipes in the plan. So if your kids don't like, say, um, the tofu nuggets that I've got for dinner on the weekend... Um, you can just swap in something like maybe the fajita bake uh, or a pasta bake, maybe. Uh, there are so many recipes in there. And the thing is, they have all been developed to be high in the nutrients that vegans need. So the recipes are really high in iron. They're high in zinc. 
Um, they're also high in protein as well, but I mean, that's just natural. And they're really good recipes that I guarantee everyone in your family will really enjoy. I know that they're all my family's favorite recipes. So I have that on sale at the moment for May. Uh, I've got them down to $74. So it works out to be about $6 per week for the plans. And as I said, you can reuse them. So they'll last you forever. Uh, I will put the link down below for the plans. And I also have uh, a link for a free sample week. Uh, just to give you an idea of what the, what the recipes are like, if you want to have a look. And you can download that uh, down below as well. So I really hope you enjoyed this first uh, episode. I've had fun putting it together for you. And I will talk to you again soon.